Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, it is late night Loki episode four, and I am back <laughs> after not being able to be there for a couple of weeks. But anyway, oh god, there's so much to talk about. This was a this was an episode, you guys. Anyway, all that and more is that we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. In our third chair, we have our guest Brian V. Klein in the house. How you doing, Brian? I'm kind of bored. That was a kind of a episode that not much happened. I almost fell asleep during it, so not much to talk about. So real dud. Not an emotional roller coaster yeah. at all. Total filler. If you've never <laughs> killer, if you've <laughs> never heard sarcasm before, you would be very shocked to hear these words. Yes, this is definitely oh. sarcasm. My mind was blown multiple times for this episode, like and multiple times, when, at least three. Yeah, and when and when, but when the ending happened, especially. By the way, if you're if you're listening to this, there is a post credit sequence. If you if you turn it off early, oh, yeah. go back because there's a <laughs> important post credit sequence that we are going to spoil right now. So if you missed it, stop the podcast, go check it out. Yeah, that post credit sequence was insane, and when it happened. Right? And we see this like Council of Loki situation, whatever Council it's going to be. Council of Loki's, <laughs> so crazy. A whole lot of Loki's. There's a whole lot of Loki's in there. We've been looking for Richard E. Grant, <laughs> and we finally, we, yeah. we finally get him. Sort of. We get his like with his really bad stare. comics. Yeah, <laughs> very bad <laughs> comics uh, costume with the like over exaggerated yep. everything. <laughs> He's wearing his Loki pajamas, looks, basically. Yeah. Yeah, he looks like a shitty cosplayer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he really <laughs> does. store cosplay Richard E. Grant. You get the, the yeah, most acclaimed actor him. they have here, and it's just like, here, here's your costume. I'm like, you get this from? <laughs> He's the ridiculous one. It's so great. And an alligator Loki? An alligator yeah. Loki. What in, what in the world? <laughs> alligator Loki. <laughs> Let's see what was that I was going to say, Frog Thor is out there too yeah. somewhere, so there's going to have like a whole variant. Uh, oh, man. I'm feeling like weird Spider-Verse vibes where it's like, you too can be a Loki, but that doesn't feel nearly as encouraging <laughs> as you too can be Spider-Man. You know? It's like, you too can be a genocidal maniac <laughs> with, oh, with daddy is issues. <laughs> And a big, really big, Loki's, sharp set of teeth. Loki's just a state of mind. Oh, yeah, Loki. <laughs> you gotta walk out that door. You choose to be a Loki. <laughs> <laughs> Which one will I be today? Oh God! You walk out that door. You're a Loki. Mixing up my hero decision moments. <laughs> yeah. I'm so tired, guys. This is I'm so. You want to go home? That's great. Cool. <laughs> Just sit here and wait it out. But you walk out that door, you're a Loki. <laughs> yeah, like, not like this. It's so stupid. Oh, okay, but so big, big stuff. We we really like a lot of the big shocking things in this episode, which to me were obviously Owen Wilson's character getting pruned, and mm-hmm. then also yes. Loki getting pruned. But then finding out that getting pruned. pruning might not be death. Pruning may be teleportation of some sort. Just send him somewhere else to like some shittier universe or shittier timeline. Well, like not only do we have those four versions of Loki there, 
like if you look at the background, it's like it's New York. Like you can see Avengers right. Tower on the right side. Yep. And it's just mm-hmm. destroyed. It's yeah. like this is the the like shitty awful future of uh like where I guess where Loki won, quote, quote unquote. Uh and this is like the next episode's obviously we're gonna where we're gonna get vote Loki, right? Like so, it has to be. Right. Yeah, probably. Oh, I think so. So the the timekeepers or whoever's behind the timekeepers are not killing or genociding populations. They're just sending variants to like a weird place. So does that mean there's like a different weird post apocalypse where all the Owen, where Owen Wilson just landed and saw a bunch of Owen Wilsons and please please let, <laughs> let it please let it be a lie and please let me see like oh, a crowd of Owen Wilsons going wow all at the same time yes. like let oh it be God, like the yes. troll of the century as soon as oh, you said that, like that exactly what version, popped in my mind every, every version, version every movie. Like, like one yes. of them is driving oh. Lightning McQueen, and they're all just yeah. like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> one of them just is Lightning McQueen. Like, like they just go all out with it. We already have an alligator Loki. Why not a car Mobius? Yeah. Yeah. So is that like that for every character has ever been? Like, every person has ever been pruned. They're stuck in a like a like their own world with all their variants. Oh, crap. That must be... Hell for some people. Yeah. yeah. With the one L. Yeah. Maybe that is hell. You just have to deal, sit and deal with yourself for the rest of eternity. <laughs> I mean, getting kicked in the nads a whole bunch of times by Sif was probably hellish enough, but geez. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that was rough. That was rough. Yeah. Especially with, like, with it, with, she has to go through the same diatribe every time. And he's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. Just. God, would you kick me in the nuts already, please? God, just get it over with. By the time she came around and he was sitting down, I'm like, I wouldn't be able to stand up after about 10 or 12 of these things either, man. Holy crap. Yeah. What was so what was so neat about that scene is it wasn't about her beating him up. Like, that's not what the pain he was having no. to go through. It was the pain of him being brought low and being embarrassed. And he said, like, I thought it'd be funny, but it wasn't. And, like, it's him mm-hmm. having shame. And that's the moment he's reliving the tellish to him, you know? You can see it right at the beginning when he's just like, you know, this is this is a bad memory. And I remember, like, right after this, I didn't think about it anymore. I went and had a bath. So let's go have the bath now. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it looped. And then you could see that, that realization of, like, damn it. <laughs> this is going to happen a lot. Yeah. They're doing something in this episode with the idea of, like, you know, spending time with yourself and the torture of that, like spending time with your worst <laughs> moments and stuff. And now he's going off to, is this hell? And it's just a bunch of Lokis. Uh, ah, oh man, I'm so excited. And I was so shocked that Mobius died, but now there's hope because maybe Mobius is in a world of Owen Wilson's. What do we think of the idea that Loki is in love with a variant of himself? We talked about it already, but I didn't think Disney would go there. Honestly, I mean, he caused the thing that saved themselves, so... Textbook narcissism, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it fits the character. Yeah, it it does. Like, he would be the one. Yeah, I was like, hey, Mobius, don't kink shame. We don't kink shame around <laughs> yeah. here. We don't kink shame around here, Mobius. Like, what are you thinking? I mean, that's a road to his, that's a road to his recovery. You can't learn to love someone else until you learn to love yourself, right? So, when you get step one out of the way, now you yeah, can yeah, go yeah, and... but, like, but love yourself. <laughs> like, there's... The contextual understanding of that phrase. 
<laughs> it's, it's more. It's not about. It's not a variant of yourself. You're supposed to love yourself. BBK. Yeah, it's it's really just accept yourself. I you know they say love. Love is used very broadly nowadays, and most people don't get the opportunity to be able to physically meet a variant of themselves. So you know. Yeah, take it as especially you will. one that's a different gender. But you do have the opportunity yeah. to love yourself every day. Yes. Yeah. Mentally, spiritually, physically, <laughs> ecumenically, <laughs> fiscally, fiscally. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, it looks like that was the you know every all the theories that we were having about him tricking her with the the temp pad and saying oh you know. Nope, it was broken. And yes, it was. She, he had it to try yeah. to like manipulate her. It looks None like of, that was out the window. It was yeah. just that they were ready to die there yeah. on, on uh, Lamentos. None of those theories panned out at all. <laughs> yeah. Damn you, Disney. Make but, us think of something and yeah. have it not be true, right? I'm, I'm a little annoyed at the uh, magic love thing, because that's always kind of annoys me in stories, when it's like... <laughs> Oh, we we loved each other and we held hands for a second or whatever, and that ca- that saved us. Like like that little bit of like magical thinking. I don't know. You're still in a uh, apocalypse. How did that create variance energy? And like Mobius says, like narcissistic moment like that, it would would create enough variance energy. And it's like how how does that change the timeline enough to you know from a how this works perspective, I don't like it. It wasn't hand wavy though, because they actually said, I mean, Ravona said, we got to figure out what caused this. So at least there was them trying to figure it out. So maybe they don't yeah, even they know. Yeah, they don't know either. Right. Well, Mobius right. kind of figures They don't even it know out. either. They're watching it on the screen, and the thing is like, the, the timeline, you know, branch is like weaving its way up like a snake. And they mm-hmm. were like, have you ever seen a branch like that? Like, this was a new thing for them too. So, right, yeah. especially yeah. in the apocalypse, because they even said something like, "This is they're in somewhere that no one's supposed to survive from," which is the whole basis of what right. Sylvie was hiding in. But um, the one thing they they didn't do is they didn't show us how the TVA contained all those, you know, the time bomb explosions the, from the end of the, the second bombing episode. of the sacred timeline. Yeah, yeah, like. The guy was panicking in the chair in the in like the uh, sacred timeline command center or whatever. Yeah, like, those guys were like, "Oh God, somebody just bombed the sacred timeline!" Ah, like <laughs> that seemed like a really big f-ing event. I would have just liked it if a scene where uh, Casey just comes running in, like, "I got it, guys, don't worry," and then runs off, and then uh, at least they showed yeah. something. Maybe I mean. Th- <laughs> it, 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 who knows? Those little yeah. rocks that were in my cart that I kept having. <laughs> I used those. Everything seemed to be okay now. It still sounds dumb. <laughs> still sounds dumb. <laughs> it would have been nice if even in the background there was still like some panic happening. But I guess you just have to yeah. think like time functions differently in the TVA. So it could mm-hmm. have been 50 years for them, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> They're like, we'll get to it when we feel like it. The timeline will still be there. Yeah. Like, we're just, they're just waiting on the variants. They're, they're searching for the variants on the timeline. They could be off cleaning up other cases. And there's a, there's right. a few lines. I, I made a reference in the first episode we were recording. I was like, maybe this is all Mobius does. Maybe he just deals with Loki variants. This episode, he seemed to really think that. Like, he says, mm-hmm. like, um, I've been, I wrote a couple things too, down. I've been hanging out with too many Lokis. 
I've been hanging out with too many She's Lokis. Like, been, he says mm-hmm. yeah. he says multiple times I've been dealing with all these Lokis, and it's like there's two that we know about. So is right where there's are all these Lokis he sent to this planet? Are they are, are this post apocalypse? Is that all the Lokis that you know he he's dealt with? Are these the variants they've pruned? Technically, we've only seen four of them. Right, like technically, we've only seen four. You mean on the plant on the in the post apocalypse? Right, right, right in the post apocalypse. So we know that there right. are at least six Loki variants, but like we don't know if it's a whole city full of them. Right. He asks, "Is this hell? Am I dead?" And they say, "No, but if you stay here, you will be." So, mm. like, they're the welcoming committee at the very least. But <laughs> what what past that? <laughs> what a hell of a job! Yeah, yeah, oh. right. That's why Richard E. Grant's version, like <laughs> that variant, looks just so uh, dis- disgruntled. He looks terrible. He looks so He's terrible. Just standing so there, good. all frumpy. Yeah, I'm, so I, frumpy. I'm seriously getting <laughs> uh, Spider Verse vibes, right? Like you have an animal yeah, version. Right? You have an animal version. Uh-huh. You have a, a kid, a kid version. You have a kid version. You have yep. a person of color. Uh, you have a uh, <laughs> an old version. You have an old man version. You have a frumpy version. Uh, you have a yep. female version. Like this is this is like Loki verse right here. This is welcome to Loki verse. Yeah. Oh man, oh, oh, man. Loki verse would be so good. <laughs> oh god, we got to talk about uh, Ravona and the Timekeepers, man. That was just a whole yeah. That's a holy, huge deal. Holy crap. Well, it's you know, a huge deal, but it yeah. also led to nothing because now we just know someone created the TVA, someone mm-hmm. set all this in motion. We don't know who. Ravana seems like she was in on it. Oh yeah, she totally was sus on that. She knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, you walk into that like country bear jamboree animatronic, bad looking, <laughs> yeah, crap. You know, like holy crap! Uh-huh. I mean, at first I'm like. Man, this CGI is terrible. And then I'm like, no, they got to be friggin' robots or something. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I called it right at the beginning of the episode when she walks in and we get that little glimpse. I was like, holy shit, it's the great and powerful Oz. The glowing eyes. Turns out, turns out exactly that. They're not actually like a thing. There's some, there's a man behind the curtain somewhere. There's a Kang behind the curtain somewhere. Not to compete with, like, who called that, but I said Man Behind the Curtain in Oz in episode one, yo. <laughs> I said Man Behind the Curtain in Oz uh, when we were talking about WandaVision trailers, sir. <laughs> that was a different show. God, I hate when the dads fight. <laughs> Their design was total Time Lords. They had the high collars. Oh, for and sure. It was just oh, like, God, yes. Absolutely. They, they're getting a lot of, I mean, with it being time travel and stuff, how it would be hard for them not to have comparisons or either aesthetics looking like for Doctor Who, but, yeah. you know, where else could you uh, go for some influence? But, yeah, those were... This This felt very Doctor Who-ish. That whole battle, battle for the multiverse on a bridge, like, it all just felt so Doctor Who. Like, all of it. And I'm here for it. I yep. love it. Oh, yeah. But now, where, where do we go from here, though? This multiple, multiple Lokis on this planet variants. Maybe there's different planets for every variant. Maybe not. Maybe we'll find out there's a bunch of variants here. Maybe Owen Wilson's character Mobius is here. I just, I, you know, maybe they sort. <laughs> maybe they're the, like you said, the welcoming committee and maybe they sort into different communities of different kinds of variants. 
<laughs> it could be. So they call it pruning, right? But like uh, oftentimes with with plants, you can prune or you can like trim off a part and then go and plant that part somewhere else, mm-hmm. and it becomes a new version of that plant. All right. What if the timeline is doing that sort of thing where like it branches off from the Nexus event? They prune it here, but it still creates a separate timeline that just keeps going, but doesn't like it's like it's separate from the other uh, the other timeline or the you know the sacred timeline or whatever. So, so the pruning like is a, actually causing the mul- it's creating multiverses then because it's actually instead of pruning it from the sacred one, it's just creating multiple. Multiple universes. If this theory is true. Unless the the thing that Kang wants to create... Oh yeah, I said it. (laughs) Maybe that's what whoever is behind the TVA. What they're doing is they're taking variants out of the timeline and putting them so far in the distant future it's like a trash pile for variants. Right? Like They're just like (laughs) throwing variants in like a junkyard for variants. And that's where he is. He's like in the interdimensional junkyard. The garbage dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the Loki version of Sakaar. Whatever, <laughs> whatever events that the, uh, the, the TVA was created to, to protect, this is past that in the sacred timeline. And they don't care about variants and all that stuff. They're just like, that's the trash heap of the universe out there. That's past yeah. into the future. Again, it's a very Doctor Who idea. They, they have, they deal with stuff like that. We're like, we're going to go to the edge of time or whatever. Do you remember that, that young Avengers comic that we read, Matt, mm-hmm. where Kang was involved? Young, young Kang was there when, uh, when Kang showed up and was like, Look, if he stays here, this is what your time becomes. Like this is this is kind of what what becomes of your city. It looked a lot like what we saw in the background there. It did. It where did. Everything is wrecked. Which we we talked about that when we saw the, the trailer. They they showed a shot of the city in the trailer, and we talked about that. But that that's a very different thing than whatever this is. Uh, it seems like a very different like Maybe. event. Sending them out there. I don't know. Could be, yeah. Hmm. But again, I mean, like something happened here. Something happened in this, in this, whatever timeline, whatever place they're in, to make New York look like this. And True. it was at least after Avengers 2012 because Avengers Tower is in the background, right? So it does look like the destruction of the city happened sometime shortly after Avengers because it doesn't we don't see like a lot of new crazy buildings like the technology doesn't look very different it looks very much like 20 whatever 2022's version of New York and it's just been collapsed in on itself homecoming takes place in whatever year because that's when they evacuate that's when they leave Avengers Tower right so it's not Avengers Tower anymore after homecoming so right which which it doesn't say Avengers Tower on it anyway. You just see the shape of Avengers Tower in the background, I believe. It's very prominent on the right side there. <laughs> well, just a quick thing before we go. This is what was brought up in the the, the chat here. Melkai says this sounds far fetched, but since we mentioned the pruning could create possible multiverses, could this be how we get you know like the X Men and Blade? Because Mobius does mention vampires in this movie or in this episode. So bringing the vampires into this, it could be like, you know, this is how we create getting all these new characters that we from the Fox universe into the MCU with, because we're creating all these possible prune universes that allow us to, you know, get everything in that we didn't have before. Pruneverses. The Pruneverses. The creation <laughs> of, of the multiverse 
opens up those possibilities no matter how they come, I guess. So maybe the pruning right. could create like you're talking about, or maybe it's just the destruction of the TVA. And But now that we know that the timekeepers are bullshit, like now what even is the TVA and what is its goals? Like... Right. We're back to square one, not knowing. Right. Is it <laughs> yeah. possible that the multiverse thing was all bullshit and like they've never been keeping the multiverse apart? They just like stealing consequential people from the timeline and like putting them all in some place where they want, where they want to do whatever with them. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're to watch at, next week's uh, episode. Yeah, we're back at the uh, the the tagline from last night's episode when Ashley and I were together, or when it was just me and Ashley, and we were like, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I still think the multiverse thing is probably what's going on. I say that that, but like we do see them pruning timelines, we see them stealing variants and setting off those reset charges. That does seem like they are at least stopping these timeline timelines from being created. Could I be. mean, it's not like we don't have a movie coming up with, you know, multiverse of madness in the title. So we know sure. something has to, something has to come with the multiverse, right? Never heard of it. <laughs> wild theory. But, but I think, I think you're right. Especially that Dr. Strange, they talk about Nexus events. Dr. Strange was supposed to appear in WandaVision. All of this was supposed to tie in. So yeah, I think, I, th- I think we're still heading to the same conclusion but i just don't know what the timekeepers i'm calling them for lack of a better term want whoever created the tva yeah want with all these yep. variants at in this yep. dystopia <laughs> i'm just i'm laughing because like the the next logical conclusion that we have to make here with marvel lying to us is that they're obviously just they're going to announce uh fairly soon that the name of the next doctor strange film is not actually multiverse of madness. It's something like Journey to the Dark Dimension or some bullshit like that. Or like, right? <laughs> yeah, it's all it's the all the land of dreams. It's, it's completely game. unrelated. Yeah, yeah, it's completely yeah. unrelated to multiverse. They're just like, ah, eh, we got you. <laughs> like, man, yeah. fuck you, Feige. <laughs> That's what I would do. That's what I would say. It actually has night. Not- it's actually nightmare, but it's yeah. This whole yeah, thing with the multiverse, nightmare. it's just like, yeah, you know, it was just to keep you on your toes. Yep. Could be, gotcha. could absolutely be. <laughs> so, uh, BVK, before we go, I want to I want to point out one thing to you. The uh, in the Council of Loki's, quote unquote, the guy on the left, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 large buff looking guy uh, with the hammer. Look at his hammer. <laughs> That's what she said. Hey, oh, does that remind you of anything? Like maybe I uh, don't have it up, but zombie Thor because it's it's shaped like a cinder block. The oh, hammerhead is shaped crap. like a cinder block, and it's like it's got like a I was focusing on to it. <laughs> I was focused on uh, Dime Store cosplay Richard, Richard e. Grant. E. Grant, so I'll have to go yeah. back to uh, go back and you know we almost have to do like a uh, shot by shot analyz- anal- analysis of that. For, that last uh, shot is definitely worth looking at. It, it, it's so yeah. good. There's an alligator Thor, a child Thor, an old man <laughs> Thor, and then like. Uh, like a barbarian Thor, like he's wearing like the big. Replace all of those instances of Thor with Loki, and you got it. Loki, yeah. I was just saying. Man, why Loki. am I saying Thor? Yeah, the hammers got me saying yeah. Thor. I saw him, and I was like, "Is Hammer that a variant Thor? Thor?" But then, well, he, I thought it might be a variant Thor at first, which is why my head yeah, went but there. His, but um, 
He's got it looks Loki like his, his outfit. Yeah, he's got the he's got the Loki sim, uh, symbology symbolism. Like his his yeah, attire kind of, is very evoking of Loki. Uh, if Loki yeah. on his no, that's dumb on his like <laughs> cod piece almost like on his in, in that area of his body he has like the the, the same oh, the symbol the horns or whatever it's more yeah. like below the belt he has the yeah, horns he's real there horny below the belt he's real horny <laughs> he's below the, the horn belt. where the horn that's where his horn yeah. should be anyway right horns just below his belt <laughs> all right <laughs> beside the point his late night yeah, Loki. But, yeah, this, we're getting late night loopy, <laughs> am I right? Indeed, indeed. And uh, I've got to go to bed, because the longer we go, the longer I have to yeah. edit. We're going to be back to talk Sorry. about this more tomorrow, and uh, we got lots to say. Um, join us tomorrow, or, well, you'll be getting this on Wednesday. It is, it, we'll, we'll be doing this Wednesday at, uh, we'll be doing another rewatch at 5 uh, p.m., Central and then a podcast on Twitch at 6 p.m. Central. So join us at six, uh, with your, we'll be able to check the, check the feedback and stuff in the Twitch a lot more on that episode. And check out source pages. Our first episode dropped. It's myself, Haley yeah. and Jeff Randall talking about Black Widow Deadly Origin. It's a fun time. We're all on all, uh, major platforms out there. So come check us out. Yes, absolutely. Source, source pages, brand new Stranded Panda podcast. It's going to be, it's freaking awesome. And, uh, really excited to have you guys on the, on the network and talking about Black Widow, talking about Black Widow. Well, you need, you need to go look Next week. That. Next week, uh, breaking down some things that might be in the movie and stuff. So, yeah. yeah I Marvel can't. makes movies still? I guess so. Yeah, guess. it's been so long. It two hasn't years. felt like it. Two it's been like two years, years since they put out their last one, but you know, they're, they're making a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Not like we're going to get like 15 in the next like 10 months, seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. We're out. We love you all. Thanks for joining us. Love you 3000. Peace. Until next time, true believers, let's get some sleep. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com.